finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Happy birthday to the GOAT. Tom Brady turns 45 today, which is amazing. I feel like I've spent more time talking about Brady's longevity than anything in my career. We talked about how long he would play, you know, 10 years ago. We asked him about it, and he would say, I want to play till I'm 45. And no one, no one believed him. And here he is, 45 and preparing for another season with the Tampa Bay Bucks and uh, embroiled in perhaps the biggest scandal of his career. He's going to get off. He already got off scot-free on this one. No, uh, no uh, federal court appearances or four game suspensions, but uh, some people are turning on uh, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. And we will talk to one of them today. One of the uh, prominent, more prominent Brady haters out there. Uh, You'll have to wait and see. Uh, Could it be Rob Parker? Could it be Max Kellerman? Uh, We'll find out. We'll find out soon enough. (laughs) Uh, no, everyone's everyone's guessing already who it'll be. The Pelosi's are both in the news, Paul and Nancy Pelosi. Uh, we'll give you the details on uh, Paul Pelosi, his drunk driving arrest. Man, they tried to cover this up. They tried to bury it, but they failed. At least this time, Paul Pelosi didn't kill anyone. Last time, he got in a real bad crash. He killed his own brother. Did you know that? Did anyone know that? Uh, Nancy Pelosi survived her trip to uh, Taiwan. I believe she's on her way to Korea, South Korea now. And I have to ask, everyone's saying it's a show of strength. You know, the U.S. sending their uh, Speaker of the House to Taiwan. Did that look like strength as you saw her gingerly walking (laughs) off the plane? Did it look like strength when she spoke, when she met with the president with her mask on? And it didn't feel like strength to me. I'm not sure it accomplished the goal. Uh, we'll get into the Brady scandal, all the details. It's pretty wild. Uh, the Dolphins owner, Stephen Ross, is just such a fool. Honest to God. I, my, my number one rule with tampering, uh, don't do it on the record. Don't send emails. Don't, don't leave a paper trail, you morons. The Dolphins get what they deserve. And R.I.P. Vince Scully who I would agree is is the best or one of the best. I didn't hear everybody, but I was told there was simply no flaw, simply no nothing negative to say about uh, the great Vince Scully as he passes away after 67 years of doing play-by-play. But we got the tape. We'll play you a moment that was really cringy. We'll play you some of the highlights, but this was indeed a low light. We can play that for you. And we're going to be totally crass and uh, crude and uh, name the hottest politician in uh, in the U.S. right now after last night's big uh, big election results around the country. There's a couple of candidates. Ironhead has his, but I got mine, and we will show you. We'll introduce you to her if you don't already know. We'll get into that and a lot more 
on today's Callahan Show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Let me ask you something. What if there was someone out there who kept a log of every single thing you did every minute of the day? I think that'd be pretty creepy. Well, what if I told you that's exactly what happens every time you go online? Your internet provider like AT&T or Verizon is allowed to store logs of every website you've ever visited and they can legally sell this data to anyone. That's why I always use ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your internet provider can't see or log what you do online. Now, many of you might be wondering, well, if I'm routing all my data through a VPN, then doesn't that mean the VPN can see what I'm doing and log my data instead? And you're right to think that. Many VPNs claim to have a no logs policy, but have been caught logging customer activity. ExpressVPN is the only VPN I trust because they use trust server technology. They were the first major VPN provider to engineer all of their VPN servers to run in RAM. This makes it impossible for their VPN service to store any data, including logs of any ExpressVPN customer. And you don't have to take my or ExpressVPN's word for it. ExpressVPN is so confident in their no logs claim, they even had one of the biggest assurance firms, PwC, audit their technology. It's no wonder that CNET named ExpressVPN the number one VPN in the world. Stop letting people keep logs of what you do online. Visit expressvpn.com slash Callahan right now and find out how you can get three months free. Uh, we'll get to the, uh, I just want to give you the quick headline of the Pelosi story. Uh, one of the Pelosi stories we're going to touch on headline. Pelosi was slurring his words, I guess it gives it away, and reeked of alcohol when arrested. And uh, that that's the best <laughs> that's the best thing you could say about him. What a mess. 82 years old and not just drunk on drugs. We'll get into that and uh, tell you about the other Pelosi who was slurring her words <laughs> on the international stage <laughs> yesterday. But you couldn't quite tell because she was masked up. Uh, but first, we got to do this Brady thing. This We look at it as a Brady thing because we're so Brady-centric, but it is a huge NFL scandal. And I've been reading everything I can read on this. And initially, I thought, you know, Brian Flores took the L. He said that uh, Stephen Ross offered him 100 grand to lose games when he was coaching the Dolphins. They did not confirm that, did not conclude that. But they did vindicate uh, Brian Flores because Stephen Ross – was just out of control. I mean, he he was literally meeting, we believe, with Brady uh, at his boat in the marina just before meeting with Brian Flores, his head coach, and uh, calling Sean Payton. How you thought you could get away with this is beyond me. The more I read, the more I, I think uh, Stephen Ross should be suspended and fined and punished for being just stupid. I mean, the whole idea that you're calling a player who is under contract and preparing for a season with your, with your division rival and calling a coach who's under contract with another team and probably gathering the team around every day and telling him he deserve he needs 100% devotion to the saints calling that guy and saying, you know, next year, you think you might want to join us. How do you think that's, that's okay. How do you think you're going to get away with that? I, I know Brady's taken some some uh, grief on this, and uh, and we'll get to that. We'll we'll get to his uh, uh, his critics, but I'm gonna say uh, he took a phone call. He took a meeting. You know, he's looking out for for Tom Brady after 20 years in New England. He felt he knew it was time to go. He had one more year. Everyone knew he had one more year, and then he was moving on. So he was 
planning for the future. Was it smart, like meeting with the, the owner uh, and the chairman of the Dolphins? Of course not. I'll tell I'll say this about Brady. It was worse what he did to the Bucks because he just got there. <laughs> you know, he, he'd given the Patriots 20 years. He'd given the Bucks nothing yet. They signed him. They paid him. They surrounded him with talent. And he was on the phone with their interstate rival talking about what's he get, what he was going to do next year. I guess Brady was uh, uh, supposed to hang up the phone and decline any invitations to say, I'll take, talk to you after the season. But they don't punish him. They don't punish either Brady or uh, Peyton. They, that's not you know, a violation of the rules. The tampering is the person who initiates the contact, not the one who picks up the phone. But it's still, it is a hit to Brady's uh, image, his reputation, but he's so, it's so otherworldly now that uh, it's only going to, you know, inflict so much damage. And the question is, does he still go through with the plan? <laughs> does he still join the Dolphins next year when he's 46? Does he still uh, play for them? Does he get part ownership? Does he become the, the president of the organization? Is Brady going to be the one dealing with the loss of a first round pick next year and a third round pick in a couple of years? Uh, that is going to be fascinating. It's amazing how Brady managed to stay in the middle of everything, in the middle of all the, the, the insanity, the chaos, the, the, the scandals when he was like Teflon for 20 years. We used to say that. There was virtually no criticism of him. Even Deflategate was a joke. Even his fiercest critics uh, don't think he was guilty of anything. But he didn't, you know, submit to, to Goodell. He didn't bow down before Goodell, so he gets suspended for a quarter of a season. Um, we will give you the details. It's it's a pretty wild story. And again, you look at the brazenness. You just go, what the hell are the Dolphins thinking? This is from uh, Sports Illustrated. Uh, the NFL stripped the Dolphins of their 2023 first-round pick, 2024 third-round pick. They find Stephen Ross one and a half million. Uh, and suspended him through October 17th. They find a limited partner, Bruce Beal, $500,000, and banned him from league meetings for a year. Beal, Ross, and Brady are all uh, Michigan alums, so they probably use that as a little uh, in with Tom. Commissioner Roger Goodell said in a release uh, that it was, quote, unprecedented in scope and severity. I know of no prior instance of a team violating the prohibition on tampering with both a head coach and a star player to the potential detriment of multiple other clubs over a period of several years. The six-month six month investigation found the Dolphins had, quote, impermissible communications with Tom Brady in 2019 and 2020, while he was under contract with the Patriots, those communications began as early as August 2019 and continued throughout the 2019 season and postseason. <laughs> it's amazing. They're calling the guy and uh, talking to him while he's in the playoffs. It found that the Dolphins had uh, in permission with communications Brady and his agent, Donald Yee, uh, after the 2021 season, while he was under contract with the Bucks, those discussions began no later no later than early December 2021. As Brady and and focused on Brady becoming a limited partner in the Dolphins and possibly serving as a football executive, although at times they included the possibility of Brady playing for the Dolphins. And it goes on and on, and it's just the definition of tampering. It's I know you could say, you know, people do it all the time. They 
this was so brazen that I feel no, certainly feel no sympathy for the Dolphins, but uh, doesn't look good for Tom. Doesn't mean he broke any rules. Doesn't he will not get suspended. And again, I initially said, well, they didn't conclude that he offered to pay Brian Flores a hundred grand to lose games, but he did joke about how much more important the draft was than the, uh, than the season and how he really was uh, hoping to get a better draft position. So apparently Flores, who, by the way, seems humorless, so probably the joke was lost on him if it was a joke. But I'm going to say this. I've been critical of Flores. You know, there's a guy that accused the NFL, suing the NFL for racist hiring practices after he got a job with very little experience, made a lot of money in Miami. And then when he uh, didn't, uh, he wanted the job with Houston, didn't get the job, but get, but sued Houston. I believe he's still suing Houston. He's suing every team, even though Houston hired a black coach. But he's concerned not with black coaches. He's concerned with one black coach himself. And then he gets a job with Pittsburgh, probably making half a million bucks a year after suing every team in the league. I don't think there's any bias against Brian Flores. I think he's got got it pretty good. And uh, I, I don't think he's going to succeed in this, but it does sound uh, uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable for him in Miami. And he knew they were talking behind his back with Tom Brady and probably Sean Payton. So I don't blame him for being bitter. He does not come out of this with what he was hoping for. The, 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 the he was hoping for them to prove the case that he offered money to lose games. They didn't, they won't. Maybe the NFL just didn't want to touch that because it would be the biggest scandal in league history. League history. If they uh, did conclude that the the, the owner offered to pay and they would take the team away from Stephen Ross, if he indeed offered his coach money to lose, money to tank, nothing close. It would be the biggest scandal in in, in NFL history. So they avoided that. Maybe they just didn't want to go there because they do imply in this report that uh, Ross was very concerned with moving up in the draft and not with winning games. It's incredible. The guy's 82 years old. He's a billionaire, successful builder in New York, I assumed was smart. But when you read this, you go, I, 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 he's an idiot. I mean, maybe, again, we got more 82-year-olds in the news. Maybe he's just not all there anymore. But you read it and you go, what was Stephen Ross and Beal, this Beal guy, what were they thinking it's not as if there's some esoteric, you know, the rule law that they that they violated. They were literally negotiating with a coach who was coaching another team, literally calling a player as he's preparing for the season and then preparing for the playoffs, and talking to him about joining them the next year. Um, this, uh, this, you know, there's people, uh, you know, a friend, obnoxious Boston fan, has a uh, Bill Sparrow says a column in Herald calling Brady Fredo for uh, betraying the family. I think Brady has enough goodwill in the bank. So he, he, he can survive this. He's just looking out for his future. I think it's hard to say Brady was ever not dedicated, devoted to his team and his, and you know, his teammates and his franchise, but everyone knew he was gone. Everyone, he was just trying to figure out where he's going to go next year. Again, what he did to Tampa is worse than what he did to new England. But, it take it take more than that to destroy Brady's. Uh, now, if the uh, Brady's if the, reputation in New England. If you're talking about the league taking the team away, would that be like a repossession, and they could sell the team, or would he be forced sale? 
uh, for sale. It'd be like Donald Sterling in uh, okay. the L.A. Clippers when right. he started telling his his wife to not not bring black guys to yeah. the games yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on, on audio. He'd be forced to sell. I believe if Ross dies, this guy Beal is slated you know, contractually to take over the team, which would be pretty wild because he's going <laughs> to. The team is tainted. Everybody, they're the new coach McDaniel, the new uh, quarterback Tua. They're all looking around, going, "Yeah, I guess I was the uh, fallback position." <laughs> they were, they were hoping to upgrade, and they're stuck with me. It's good for New England because you're. One of your chief rivals is a mess again and doesn't have a first round pick and the owner and the chairman can't be around the team and can't go to meetings. This is a a devastating punishment. I'm not sure what more they could have done. I guess he could have made the suspensions longer, taken more draft picks, but it's pretty devastating and they look pretty foolish, the Dolphins. And they look dysfunctional, and it's hard to imagine that uh, a guy like Ross is going to recover from this, you know, in his lifetime. They're not exactly uh, going to bounce back easily from this. Uh, but I don't get uh, I don't get how they they went with the first round pick, and then the next year they're like, ah, we'll make it a third round pick. I don't know how that works. Uh, I'm just checking right now. Yes, he's 82 years old. Um, looking for his uh, net worth. But uh, it also, if you're a New England fan or you appreciate a guy like Kraft, because all Kraft does is, you know, get a little handy from a, uh, from a masseuse. He's not dumb enough to do something this egregious. Uh, but bad news for the Dolphins, bad news for, for, uh, for uh, not just Brady, but uh, Peyton. I mean, coach, you're supposed to look at this guy when he's, you know, uh, uh, talking about how, how the team is all that matters. At his next job, and say, you know, that that wasn't what you thought while you were talking to the Dolphins. But uh, I'd, I'd be curious to to say uh, to uh, to see exactly, you know, how in depth the conversations were. I, I gotta say though, it's like it's like with the live guys. It's hard to blame a guy when they offer him, you know, hundred million dollars, hundred, you know, to, 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 to think of along moral lines or think, I mean, you could easily rationalize it and blur the lines in your mind, but uh, Brady was done with the Patriots and moving on and trying to figure out what he was going to do in the future. It was, we talked about it endlessly. Where would Brady go next? That was all that mattered. What team would he end up? If you were listening to this show, you heard here first, he was going to Tampa and uh, he did. But he's, and I'd I'd admit, you know, he is, he is, you know, looking out for for himself. That's what they all do, right? Looking out for himself and trying to figure out what he's going to do. And the Dolphins, where he lives, uh, in that pricey neighborhood in in South Florida, are saying, you can come play for us and uh, own part of the team, play a little while, own part of the team, run the team. That's a pretty incredible offer, and uh, I assume he felt like, holy crap, Stephen Russ is worth $8.2 billion. so that $1.5 million fine is really going to kill him. Oh, he's, look at this. he's in trouble. Look at this fool. <laughs> look at this fool. Look at this fool. All right, we're going to hear about how Brady wasn't dedicated. Let's see. I'm just looking at the season, 2019, his last season in New England, where the Patriots just let him walk. They said, you can go. You've been great. We've enjoyed our time together. He did his 20 years and they gave him his wish. They said, you're a free agent. He went 12 and four that season through for 4,000 yards. Uh, 
how many which year uh, 24 touchdowns eight picks uh started a 16 game all 16 games of course of course uh and uh then uh then said goodbye let me look for his uh and uh here's, he, uh Kirk's here all right, then he, uh, here we go. Uh, you just gave it away. Just gave it away. Everyone was hoping for, uh, was hoping for, uh, Rob Parker or, uh, Max Kellerman because I said someone's going to join us who hates Tom Brady. You and I had this conversation yesterday, Kirky. Mm-hmm. And I said, too bad we can't, you know, back on the air because this would be a great topic. This would be yeah. a wild topic. It'll probably, you know, you'll probably end up, uh, screaming at me and, you know, holding a grudge, but, uh, well, it was wild enough. Listen to you. You struggle over his pro football reference page from, from his last year there. Well, was, you could say, do we can say tanked? We could say tanked in 2019. Well, before, before we start, before we start disagreeing, can we, can we begin on something that you and I and everyone agrees on? And that is Vince Scully fucking sucked. I mean, <laughs> if, I mean, what an ass, right? Am I wrong? My, my question is to you is, does he do basketball? Because Bill Russell's in heaven now. And oh, if Vince Scully is no. doing the game, I mean, talk about heaven. If there's like a starting five in heaven with Bill Russell mm-hmm. and Vince Scully on play-by-play. Ooh. Well, let me tell you something. Quick story. Uh, I went to get gas this morning. Driving. I'm in my studio here. Gas station. Everything's closed because Vince Scully died. Right. The flag uh, was a Dodgers flag upside down halfway up this morning <laughs> at the gas station. So I'm, I'm not even, let's not even, let's just, let's focus on the living. And first of all, congratulations. The Tom Brady who slid out of his mother's canal, what, 45, 45 well, however ago, many years ago. Today. Oh, happy, I know you, I know you sent him a happy birthday. Yes, time, I did. So I, did. Birthday, little, I, put, I forgot to put the little cake emoji. <laughs> I meant to do that on my tweet just to tweet you, but. So, so here's, here, here's the thing before we get into it. Um, like there's just no way to, it, it, he's the greatest quarterback of all time. Obviously he's the greatest football player of all time. Obviously he was a great Patriot. Obviously all that stuff doesn't matter. It's immaterial. To the fact that he absolutely went behind the Patriots' back uh, and and flirted with the Dolphins. And it was if it was somebody Boston hated, pick your athlete who Boston's hated over the last 15, 20 years. Other than like Ortiz, if right. it was anybody else, they would be getting a picture, picture this Kyrie Irving. They would be getting crucified today. And it's nothing to do with the color of somebody's skin or not totally immaterial. Uh, Brady would be getting in the media guys like you and Albert Breer and Tommy Carter just lining up on your knees for this guy who absolutely stabbed the Patriots and Bob Kraft, who I spoke to last night, was very upset, very <laughs> upset about this, stabbed him look, in look the back going. and then right in the fucking heart. I mean, you can't even not make true. a case for Brady. That is not true. He oh, was Jerry, already stop. out. Stop. Consider this. Um, well, is there anything we talked about more than Brady's? longevity and Brady's exit from New England and Brown um, Brady would play nothing probably, but yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Right. Uh, but uh, uh, think of this. He's uh-huh. already done. They gave him his out. He knew that it was his final season. Everybody knew it was his final season, including obviously the dolphins and his uh, buddies from Michigan. And they call him and he takes the call. Are you going to tell me that's a scandal? He takes the call and says, you know, you, think you just think you just like randomly just took a call and was like, oh, I don't want to have this conversation. Well, no, here's, here's where I will agree with you that what looks bad. The taking the call, and I just read the whole report here. Uh-huh. Meeting at the <laughs> marina, meeting at the marina. You could say I took a call. What's the big deal? Even the NFL doesn't consider it, consider it a violation of any laws or rules. But Brian Flores said he was meeting with Ross on the boat 
right after a franchise quarterback, which means Brady went in person. Yeah, Flores was right. The yeah. owner. That, the, you know, that's, yeah. that's a bad look. But I think in New England, it doesn't matter. I mean, Brady could go on a tri-state killing spree, and they'll still say, you know, he was so great for 20 Here's years. Thing, I don't understand why. I mean, I, I, of course, I understand why, but but Brady doesn't care about you if you're a Patriots fan. He doesn't give a shit. He didn't mention you in that bullshit fake retirement that he oh, did Christ. because he was trying to get well, – well, no, but it's true. I'm just telling you. Uh, I didn't really care about it. When he tried to get uh, Arians fired, which worked, we got the yes. coach he wanted, like a power play by Brady, fake retirement. Uh, never mentioned New England because he doesn't care. He doesn't want to think about the Patriots. He thinks of himself now as a Buccaneer and maybe as a Dolphin. He's going to try and own the team one day. As I've said before, his post-planker is going to be a disaster because he's an idiot. But I will say, <laughs> if you're if you're a Patriot fan, you have to understand, you open your mouth and Brady took a shit in your mouth. Now, is that worth the six Super Bowls? Yeah, probably. Yes. I, yes, yes. I completely understand that. But yes. again, I would just go back to my core point. He's the greatest quarterback ever. Sure. Was he a nice guy to us? Yeah. Most of the time, not really to me, but to you, because you, you know, you were one of the, one of the people who, as long as you treat him like he's a God, he then treats you like he was nice to you. He was. I mean, he didn't like, he, he didn't want any of us talking uh, about Trump or politics at the end. Right. He, got oh, no, but he hung up on us like six times. He was a big, I was, baby. I wasn't there called him Tom baby. He's a baby. We know that he, there. if you, if what, well, right, exactly. If you, if you <laughs> suck him off, I will give this I, the greatest accomplishment by athletic or otherwise by somebody named Tom in history is not Tom Brady. It's Tommy Curran who managed to have that tweet thread yesterday going while having Tom Brady seniors penis go through his head in his mouth out. And then I think Tom Brady seniors penis typed those tweets for Curran on his phone. Well, I'm, I apologize. I'm, I'm, I'm ill prepared. I did not read. I saw Albert. Hey, Frias tweet. How many times over the years did you tell me I have to be prepared? You taught me to be prepared. Be prepared for Christ's sake. I did. So I, I'll, I'll, I'll say. Hey, I'll summarize say, it for me. No, just basically he was like, well, you know, um, uh, I, I'm not saying that Brady should have done this, but the reason he did this is because this and this and Albert Breer this morning, why well, quote tweeted simple yes, Albert? You make a good point here. Saying that Brady uh, was was being held down because he was the 199th pick of the draft. Do you think what Brady signed in 2016 for 40 million dollars was because he was drafted in the sixth round? That was a that was not you're a great point by Albert. Albert. You're, you're, you're a fucking idiot. Other, here's here's what I believe. I think, I here's what I believe. I believe that. Brady, it, it made Brady look good that he took less money and he sure. cared about the team and he didn't want yeah. to leave. He didn't want to leave. He didn't want to go to free agents. He didn't want to be traded for 20 years. Uh-huh. Patriots were fortunate that his you know, selfish concerns aligned with the team concerns, that he was indeed mm-hmm. devoted to winning above all else. And his Absolutely. wife was, yeah. so it, it worked. It worked for him. Okay, here we have, this is Tom E. Curran's tweet up on the screen. How does Tom Brady, model employee for 20 years, fall into a, Dalliance with the Dolphins before his Patriot contract was up. Note the timing. August of 2019 was when it started. Notably, the Patriots announced Brady's phantom two-year extension on August 4th. Now, I will say if Brady had been drafted uh, 26th in the draft 20 years before, that would have been $110 million contract. So, I mean, it just goes through it. I mean, you, I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's just, it's basically he just makes excuses. And that's okay. Like, he, you know, he we all know Tommy Karn literally – Tom Brady senior, Tommy Curran is on his lap. I mean, he's just, he's just a lap dog for him, which is okay. I, no hard. I mean, I, I like Curran and everything. It's, you got to have your sources, but you know, I think what, it, oh, the other, here's the other thing with Brady that bothers me with it. First of all, I, I obviously don't like Brady. So I'm coming from a point of being biased. I'll admit it. But um, uh, like, you can't be Brady and tell me to do these documentaries where you say you're a warrior and you're only focused on winning championships and only focused on your team when you're flirting with other teams while you're with that team. Now that team started out, they know that 12 and four team. 
went four and four down the stretch, lost the playoffs. And let's not forget, lost a home game to the Dolphins where Brady threw a very shaky late game interception. I'm not going to say that, that was after he talked to the Dolphins and the fix was in. <laughs> that's up to conspiracy theorists. I'm not doing no, that. Just, just, yeah, you know. That's not, that's not who I am. But, <laughs> but, but they, and he was terrible in that game against the Titans in the playoffs. So that was last cool. throw was the Logan Ryan pick six in New England. But, Correct. But just, you could never convince any Patriot fan, anyone in uh, Thornton Nation that uh, he, they, you know, he owes them anything or he, or he didn't give them everything. You know, it's just not possible. But, but, the greatest- but, Parcells, but Parcells got crucified for the same thing, crucified for the same thing. True. But, but the Parcells was, it was Super Bowl week. I was there. He was preparing for what, the Parcells Super Bowl. making a documentary about what a warrior he was. No, Parcells I, was what he was. He was a sham. He was a salesman. Great coach. Brady pretended to be something else while at the end, he's just like the rest of us. Was I, when I left EEI. During the, during the period where I was, you know, at radio.com, that great, that, did I ever, ever, at any point ever, talk to Barstool while I was under contract for Intercom? Absolutely not. Because I'm a man of integrity. <laughs> I would never play both sides. That never happened. Now, of no. course they did. But that's the point. I wouldn't pretend. Brady's been pretending. He's just, I would, like, I, he's like, uh, just like his guy, Guerrero. He's a freaking flim flam man. He's a sham. I thought you and Guerrero were buds. You got ice cream. Oh, I hate Guerrero. No, I hate Guerrero. Well, I, uh, I, well, I was texting with Guerrero under a different number, pretending to be Tommy Kern for a while, and he sniffed it out. So ever since that <laughs> happened, I don't like him. There's a great uh, quote here uh, in the SI piece about uh, Brady that uh, you, you'll like, you, you, know, you should use about how it's time to spend all his time with his family and his kids and he owes them. And this was during his fake retirement. Oh, who wrote this? Uh, this, this is a really long story, but I believe Connor or yeah. No, Connor he's or He's great. Yeah. He's everything. But it's a long, long look at this. And the, the, I mean, that's the worst looking thing to me other than showing up on the boat. You know, you see Brady probably had a sweater, you know, Tied around his neck. Yeah, you see, you, you know, and, yeah, they smuggled him in there. And there's the other. We've talked. We've, like you said, I feel like we've. I feel like I'm in the time warp here because we talked about Brady so much. But you can also like be an NFL quarterback and spend a tremendous amount of time with your family. Like you're not playing football 22 hours a day, 12 months a year. You have the whole off season. I told you I thought he was going to play till he's fifty. I still believe that he need this is I, all he has in his life. He's empty without. He's an empty. I head. don't. I, what do you mean? He got a contract that can make thirty-seven million a year to do games on TV. Yeah, when? <laughs> uh, when he retires. And, yeah, uh, I, I know. You'll, I know so you're predicting weird. he'll suck at that, but I don't think he will. I think he'll he's, suck at that. That movie's going to suck with Jane Fonda. His post-playing career is going to oh, be so God. bizarre. It's fucking that, bizarre. That, that, that's I, I the worst move. That's the worst move. That stupid movie with the three old ladies is going to be so awful, and he's in it. It's going to be so cringy. And I don't know but, why, like, I don't, I'm not sure why he isn't subject to some sort of discipline from the league for this. He's been disciplined far worse for doing nothing. Right. So I don't, I don't really get it. Like he clearly was, and maybe, and maybe I, look, I don't, I have no idea. Maybe players do this all the time. They probably do. I don't know, but you can't, you can't say that Brady gave his 100 percent dedication and devotion to the Patriots that final season. That's all I'm saying. And it goes against everything he's claimed to be in the brand he has built. That's I think all. he's, I think he's the greatest at uh, compartmentalizing and, and uh, handling things. I mean, we see him with his business and his you know, movies and everything else sure. yeah. and, and at the time that he's, you know, winning Super Bowls. He, he can, he can handle a lot of things. He can, yeah, but he's not, but, but oh, do you, do you think, do you think the Brady's, do you think he's kind of a fraud on this one? 
On this one, I uh, I think it looks bad. Yes. I, mean, I think it looks you just bad. say it? I, mean, I just told you it. I just gave you the the, the the quote of how he's decided to spend all his time with his family. He retired for forty days. I'll be talking and, about this tonight, by the way, on Tucker Carlson. Well, will you? I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm booked. I'll, I'll yeah. talk about it tonight. Well, it wouldn't be the first time I got you. Uh, I got you on Bill O'Reilly's show. Don't forget you to that. criticize Tom Brady. And by the way, right. I did, to my to my eternal credit, once I got more information. I, took, I did a 180. So people who are, who are listening to the show don't know our past history. I, I did a total 180 once I got the facts. And nobody defended Brady more in Deflategate than me and you. And Dino, nobody. Absolutely right. nobody. Got no thanks for it. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, well, best buddies. We defend, when Brady's right, I'll defend him. When he's wrong, I'll criticize him. In this one, he's wrong. I, I would agree, but the league doesn't consider it wrong. It's not a violation of any rule. He doesn't get suspended. He doesn't get fined. It's amazing. He gets four games for nothing, and for this, he gets nothing. He gets. He probably I mean, I guess how do you, I mean? Like, what what would you exactly do? I don't. Even, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, you would say you went to Stephen Ross's boat and had lunch with him. That, but that's not. Were, that's not tampering of a player, does it though? Right. Uh, no, obviously it's not. Neither is Sean. Sean Payton's worse because when you think about it, you know, Sean Payton is the guy uh, in demanding, you know, 100% devotion of his players. Yeah. And he's, there's your uh, correlation or comparison to, to, uh, to Parcells. And then he's on the phone with Miami. I think Brady's in Brady's mind at the time that August, 2019, he was thinking about what he's going to do. I mean, it's preseason. He's thinking about what am I going to do next year? Yeah, of but course. you don't think there were times during the year where they talked that's not even Yes, yeah, I think it's all in this. Year. He talked to he oh, talked but even to more him. than they have, I bet, all year long. All year he talked, long. He talked during, I believe it was in the playoffs and he was talking to, to the uh to the Dolphins. It looks bad, but and Brady stabbed more. Brady stabbed Arians in the back worse than you did to me in twenty nineteen. Right, right, right. it, it was not I mean, I'm sure Brady went to meetings, but still, I mean it was it, it was it, not great. It, it looks bad. bad. He retires forty days later, comes back after they fire Arians. Arians essentially admits it that he didn't want to play for him. Right. But you know what? When you're Tom Brady, you have the right, yeah, you know, sure. you, you have I the guess. power, obviously the way it works. Yeah. And, and after 20 something years and plus he was drafted in the sixth round. So he you know holds a grudge. He sure, wants sure. to have things his way. And when the dolphins call, he says, that is the perfect opportunity. I get to play. I get to live in South Florida next to Ivanka and Jared Kushner. Mm-hmm. I get to uh, become part owner and president and guru. What happens now? Here's my question. And I asked this before you joined us. Is it, is it still on the table? <laughs> Can he still go to Miami next year? I don't know. He's gonna, I'm telling you, he's a, he's a strange. I don't know. I, I saw it happen even in the life of when we talked to him, where he kind of started changing. He became... I don't know if it's Giselle or what, sort of uber famous. And you could tell he became more and more interested in the stuff and the brand and TB12. Like, I think I wouldn't be surprised if he was in Miami next year. Wouldn't surprise by next yeah, year, I mean, 2023 or four. Wouldn't surprise me at all. You know, he, he probably wants to go. They don't, have a, they don't have a first round pick, so maybe he doesn't want to That's go. True. They don't have a first round. But uh, wouldn't that be amazing? He finishes up one last year in Tampa, turns 46, and he's under center for the uh, Dolphins next September. That would be so wild. 70s? And then, yeah, and then go, going against Belichick. The amazing thing about these two, Brady, they hate each other. Right. Like I've told, so I, told no. I, I was once again, I, I told you that forever, but ever since Garoppolo, ever since that press conference, age and contract, once Belichick said that, it, once he drafted an heir apparent, he hated Belichick every day after that. He's wrong too, and but he hated Belichick. Is Belichick says you know no distractions, no noise, eliminate that. Uh, does never wants to really participate in these kind of scandals, and yet he's in the middle of all of them. And same with Brady. You know, 
Brady's, you know, we've said many times he had, he, he did nothing wrong. Like, for 20 years, you know, there was no drunk drivings or you know, steroids or anything. And yet he seems to be in the middle of every scandal somehow. You know, it never and goes away. The two of them are always in the middle of the middle of it always. And next year, next September, he's playing for quarterback and owning part of the Dolphins playing the Patriots twice a year. I mean, it's just remarkable how, how they, they remain in the spotlight. And at this point, and he's 45 today, did you... Did you tweet tweet out the birthday cakes? I didn't know. I, I mean, I once, you know, after all the Vince Scully stuff, and I was proud of my boss, Dave Portnoy, for tweeting RIP. I think he was restless, as I said, before that. But now Vince Scully can finally rest. We, we, we've talked about this before. I'm sure he's a wonderful guy. He was a great yes. announcer. All that stuff. I, I never met him. Great announcer. Great guy. Da, da, da. The real headline of this always is, except for the fans, and I understand they're upset. The re, If you do a real headline, it's Vin Scully dies at 94. Family sad, but relieved. Right. That's, nope. that, point. that's a great, full, wonderful. This is not a, this is not a day to like, it's, it's a great life. He lived 94 right. years. I would I say mean, the like, same about Bill Russell, 88 years. We did this um, with Arnold Palmer where it was like, what, like, what are we like? It's, 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 if you're a family member, it's sad. We've, we've lost our parents. My parents were younger. You know, I was sadder than you were, but still like you, my you, father was a better guy than your father. Well, again, net worth, but still I would say, you know, it's, there's, the, yeah. <laughs> we never had that debate. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, um, no, but no, but, but like he, I, he did the job for 67 years and check this out. This is on CNN, I believe, or whatever, yeah. Jim trainer, that guy, OSI. Yeah, uh, yeah. And he says the one flaw in Vince Scully, it's kind of like the one flaw in dogs. Mm-hmm. He didn't, he didn't live that. He didn't live long enough. He quit. He said, he said he retired in 2016. He was 90. Well, what was he, like 88 or yeah, something? He retired. And for that, I give him credit. We know play-by-play guys, old fossils who cling to the mic and they'll be prying their cold, dead fingers off. Oh, the they'll mic. Be, no, because Sigley-Owned skeleton will be like there <laughs> in perpetuity in that seat. Yeah. I, I thought of this when they had the celebration of 40 years of jokes. <laughs> what, a, what a run. Boston Red Sox and EEI and Enticom, they, they want Joe Castiglione to be what Vin Scully was. Yeah, already hard. Other than the fact that, other, you know, it's, uh, the only flaw is Vin Scully was great at the job and Castiglione sucks at the well, job. Other but other than that, that other but, than that. Funny, but baseball, you can fool a market, like, sort of into that. But, like, well, I you can, but anybody, I've never had a conversation with a human being about Joe Castiglione being good. Like ever. No, no one I'm believes that. No, no one, I, you know, Dale doesn't believe that. I don't think yeah. his son doesn't believe that. They, I know. I was, told that, I was told Lou Merloni was going to go shake his hand and say congratulations, but McDonough jumped in the middle because Lou's not <laughs> vaccinated. So that I have <laughs> never, t- I told you I want to get into this at some point, but do, have you mentioned that? Is it confirmed? That oh, I don't know. Was, I mean, I've we, heard, you know, I, I think Lou and you and I are friends with Lou. I think he's the best baseball analyst among the bunch, you know, like he, he's kind of in Boston. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's got a little edge to him. He's got a little hate in his heart. We like that. He's good. He's, he should be doing. he's better than that right. than as a talk show host. Right. He's he's really good at that, but he's not in the booth. And we believe it's because he's not vaccinated. We're not sure who's the one that said we're not going to work with an unvaccinated guy. I heard it was but, your friend, Sean McDonough. Well, yeah, that, that wouldn't surprise me. Weasel that he is. But right. think of this. Think of this. Uh, there's nobody, I don't think, who's written about it. That's an unbelievable, it involves so much. It involves these personalities, these cat fights. It involves vaccinations, which are kind of a big deal. They won't let the best analyst in the booth 
which is, by the way, the booth says like EEI on it. Why is he, I mean, I guess the simple question is he used to call games all the time. Why isn't he calling them anymore? That's all. If you're Chad Finn or one of these guys, that seems like a simple premise. He's the best guy in the city on the radio with this. People I know like Eckersley. So why isn't Lou who likes That's true. Eckersley's good. He is good. Sure. Lou who's good. You know, he's done no games this year is Remy. What's up with that? I'm not sure, but man, so, so like, I, you know, I'd put that number two on things you and I talked about the most: Brady's longevity and Remy. You know, we we did a lot of Remy. Huh? Oh, we're talking on the air. Uh, on the air, Remy has not been on the. I mean, they have. I, I don't even know how it works anymore. Like, is neither do I. Don't watch. I know. Don't imagine on good. TV or radio. I get oh. confused. But Lou's really good, and he really liked doing it. And he's super. You know, I, I mean, I'll follow him on Twitter, but all he does is talk boring. He's boring baseball shit all day. He's super. Yeah. He's good at. It. He's wonky. He's really good in the radio. He stopped doing it. So it's a simple question: Why? Like, if I'm, right. a, if, I'm a, if I'm a if I'm a, a journalist in the city. I would ask that question. By the way, if I was also a journalist, I'd go ask Tom Brady today about this. I suspect that's not going to happen. Just like they stopped asking Brady about being vaccinated. Like these oh, reporters I was, aren't, are, you know, I, I remember you had some guy on the hook for that and wound up not doing it. These guys are afraid and I don't quite know why, and, but, but maybe was, it's because was, you, lose, you lose access if you, if you do it, I guess maybe. It's, it's, um, it was unbelievable. The Tampa Bay media wasn't never, now, I don't think they've ever asked him. He was available to the media in the preseason. And I was texting with this, reported on this saying, when are you guys going to, Oh, we're going to do it you know, tomorrow. We get some time. And they never put him on the spot and said, are you vaccinated? Uh, I still have, I still don't know. I still don't know. Yeah. And it's a good point. Like Lou Maloney, the best analyst is not in the booth and nobody mentions it. We're too busy, you know, uh, you know, deifying Joe Castiglione because he's kissed the owner's ass for 40 years and hung on clunk, you know, clung to the job. Uh, even though he stinks at it and the ratings stink and Vince Scully, I would like, as you would like to criticize them. And there's, you know, you'd like, you'd you'd like to, but, but the cut, the clips, the highlights are unbelievable. He's so oh, he's good great. at it. Yeah, he's really everything good. he did, the, everything he did, because Siglion can't do the timing, the pace, the, the sense of humor, the stories, all the, the only things. thing that has that Vince Coley doesn't have, because Siglion has great pipes. That's it. Just, uh, great <laughs> voice. Just the kind of voice. Uh, uh, lemonade and then a Sunday night. I, I, I want to play this because you and I, I don't know. I'm not sure we ever laughed as hard, but uh, do you have uh, Ironhead? Do we have the one? Uh, Is this a buckle mistake? One? The one oh. mistake that Vince Scully made? Uh, oh, hold on. I, I, 67 second. years. One second, oh, Craig. Hold you going to ruin it? No, 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 no. I thought you were going to play the clip. Remember the old clip where. Buck Holtz's wife was in the thing with Castiglione and, and she farted. Remember that? Oh, yes. <laughs> and the other guy, who was the idiot? Uh, the guy who we ran out of town. I just oh. quoted him this morning. The idiot who. Tim Neverett. Tim, Tim Neverett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, sure. Remember yeah, what, the guys like Tim Neverett were terrible, but they were better than Castiglione. They last a couple of years to get fired. Remember Neverett? Never- Remember when never came in before he got the job and he walked in that morning and we got That's a right. and you thought he was the bread guy. That's right. We had a, some bake. Was it a bakery or bread oh, place? That yeah, was bringing know. us breakfast yeah. and we're like, Hey, you're like, breakfast. Like, I thought you were the bread guy. And he was like, what the <laughs> hell is going on? You were like, Castiglione's awful. And never, it's like, well, he's a, he's a hall of famer. He's a legend. He's a legend. Right. He's I know where this is going. 40 years, but this, would right, be the one the one flaw in, in Vince Scully's resume. Go ahead. Socialism failing to work as it always does. This time in Venezuela. God, I'm going to go all Minahan. Are you kidding me, Ironhead? This is what I'm dealing with, Kirk. This is what I'm dealing with. What do you think? You I, I went over. You got to be kidding me. 
You sent you sent me the two I'm, clips. The this okay, the socialism and the World Series. You want me to read the whole text chain this morning? You think your issue might be the the setup of that, Jerry, or no? The vagueness, possibly. Okay. Vagueness. This is this is a f- literally what happened, Kirk. Go I ahead, told yeah. him this morning, I want to play this song. Get this song. It's the one thing that we mocked Vince Scully for relentlessly. Oh, Get yeah, this yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. And this idiot decides to play I have it right here. He's talking about socialism? <laughs> how do you how do you get to that? Well, I mean, you think that's what I want. In the media, that's a pretty giant mistake, right? Socialism. So you think he's mocking socialism, which is good. Yeah. You think I think that's a problem with Vince Scully the ridicules socialism? You no. think that's what I wanted to talk about? with Kirk. No, I'll play the song. I got you. Oh, that's God. great. Now, so, I mean, now, so now certainly the listener will have no idea what you're about to play, which is great. That's what I'm dealing with. Well, I like the idea, Jerry. You think I have some genius behind me. You know how dumb Colin is? Uh, he's Stephen Hawking compared to... Uh, <laughs> certainly Stephen Hawking. I agree with that. I agree with that. <laughs> Go ahead. Singing, take me out to the ball game. You sing from the booth, and the crowd is crying and and swaying. <laughs> was this last game or something? Yes, I think it was one of the last games. You know, it was why does it sound so shitty, by the way? Because because Craig's an idiot. That's why. Okay. That's the actual recording not, from YouTube. Just the song. Why are we not watching the video? Why are we not watching the video? That makes it funnier. Uh, okay, well, that's what I said. I sent I sent you the one of him at the hey, ballpark whatever. and the song. Yeah, that's what I asked for. You probably you, you hire somebody who produces like nine other podcasts has like a knife. Bit. It's there's no focus. That's the problem. Turkey, I'm out of knives, buddy. Oh, oh, is that right? Yeah, it's got they're gone. Oh, oh good, good. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Uh, but that that was uh, the one thing in it. One that worked out well. I think. lot on his resume, <laughs> I would say. All those other calls were pretty cool. I was watching them all last night. Oh, the Gibson call was great. The Buck call Aaron, was great. The Gibson call was great. The Mookie Montana uh, and Dwight Clark. He did. He was. He was. A, he did. He did everything. Yeah, sixty whatever it'd be seventy something years ago, doing that BU football game at Fenway Park. That's how we yeah. got to start. Yeah, Jackie and Robinson and Kofa. I mean, he's you know, the last 70, 67 years of. But then that's that's fantastic. I will say though, uh, for everyone out there, life will go on. The sun will rise tomorrow. You sure? Yeah, I mean, he's he's he has. A, I think I think everyone should retire their micro. I mean, as you see that that I forget who started the movement with Bill Russell. They want the league to retire number six. So I'm not. Whole, I'm not I'm not opposed to that. Uh, the whole league retires I mean, a player. I mean, like, why not? Like, it's a number. Who cares? Yeah, now you're obsessed with numbers, but like, you no, see, if anybody in the NBA deserves it, it would be him, right? Or no? Uh, well, him and Kobe. Uh, you know, Kobe. Well, that's, retired, true. that's a good retired, point. The Lakers retired two numbers for Kobe. That's how that's special true. he is. Yeah. No, yeah. but I mean, to me, Jackie Robinson's the only guy. Sure, but I would say Russell is the closest. I, I said this, I had talked about this on my show. I almost never talk sports on my show. I talked about my show the other day. I would say Russell, if you made a list of the five or six most important professional athletes in American history, he'd be on that list. Five or six. Yeah, except he never sold out the garden. 
What's true? Uh, no, I mean, no, know, he was the greatest winner. I don't know if you heard that before. The waiter, greatest he won seven titles in twenty two years. Yeah, but, <laughs> but what Brady did is more impressive. What Brady oh, sure, did I, yeah, sure. Field, I, of course, Brady's not. But, but I'm saying the whole package in terms of the civil rights and what he dealt with yes. and all that stuff. Why, um, why did he deal with something in this, in Boston to something in his house? Yeah. Uh, well, yes. Anytime you bring up something that might not have happened in 2022, they bring up something that happened in Russell's house in Reading, which by the way, 19, I believe, which I believe happened to the guy. There's no doubt I, about it. I so, believe I, it did too. But, but here's, here's what I, my take right. on it is what he embodies, what he personifies is the progress. Cause he, he held a grudge. They retired his number in an empty garden. He never wanted to come back to Boston. And in the end, the last, 10, 15 years, he came back frequently. He received nothing but love and adoration. So mm-hmm. if you want to know the story of Boston and how far it's come, look at Bill Russell. Sure. Uh, I'm, I don't know if you read the Rob Parker. I meant to mention Rob Parker on Deadspin. And it's all the same thing. You know, Adam Jones, Tory Hunter, right. all the same crap. D, D. Brown and, you know, talk well, about D. Brown, Boston. D. Brown, D. Brown is real. I mean, Adam Jones, uh, we have, I mean, yeah, the D. Uh, Brown uh, thing is, I know it's a long that's, time. Oh, it's true. A good point. I shouldn't I mean, lump D. Is, Brown in with I mean, Adam is, Jones. I should say Adam Jones. Up, you know, Adam Jones and Tory Hunter and Marcus Smart. He uses Marcus Smart's uh, uh, contention that he heard the N word as evidence that Boston's racist when Marcus Smart is was caught lying That's about a fan it. using the N word. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. but it doesn't have a lot of credibility. Neither does Tory Hunter or Adam Jones on this, as you and I have gone over. Well, what do you say but, about Vin Scully, though? They're they're talking about not calling games anymore. Is that, they're going to retire microphones. I don't know. They're going to do something. It's going to be insanely over the top. How about not this just, today? Not just the Dodgers. All major league games. Maybe the announcers don't announce at all, or they just play old Vince Scully games, and he just calls the games to the Major League Baseball. I'm just looking forward to Joe Costig's take on it. He's kind of our Vince Scully, and I'm looking forward to him looking back 40 years. He has 27 more years to go to match Vince He'll Scully's make career. Oh, he, he, he would do it if he could. So he'll be, <laughs> oh, he'll, how old he'll, is Mr. Leon? Like, in actuality. I know he I know, sounds like he's 180. Is he, he, oh, he'll push do more years. It's got to be pushing 80, but 80 is the new, you know, look at Nancy Pelosi. Look at you know, Fauci. They're, everybody's true. 80. Or Springsteen. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Mick Jagger's almost 80. They're torn right now. I couldn't believe when I talked to you the other day and you said you're not going to see Springsteen in Boston because he priced, even you got priced out. Not that I got priced out. I could afford it, but I, I, I have an issue with it. Look, if somebody gives me a ticket, I'll go, but I am not spending uh, $7,000 to go see Bruce Spray. It's just, I, I, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I, uh, I sometimes look at my phone and my, well, the pictures pop up and you and I went together. What year was that? 2016? February 2nd, 2016. Great. You, you, you danced with some cute chick right in front of us. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? I do. You were dancing and I videotaped. I still have it. I yeah. still have the, I'd send it to Craig, but he'd pl- probably play something like something else. He'll play you know, it's like a Dodgers game for like 19. <laughs> so it wouldn't work, but uh, that was a good time. But what did we pay then? Like 150 bucks or something? You know, we got those tickets from, do you remember? Nope. Butch Stearns. Oh, really? Yeah. The connection. Yeah. We got them through Butch. Cause that ticket, was, that ticket was crazy as well, but not like this. I've never seen the Bruce fans are so angry right now. I'm in these message boards. I'll admit it. And they are so mad right now. They're, they're out for blood. Yeah, I lurk because I have some, my, some of my names are embarrassing. Like, really, like, fucking really sad, like lyric names for message boards that you would not <laughs> Really? Oh, oh my God. God. It's pathetic. <laughs> Nobody's worth whatever the money is. Nobody, no, no act. No, but the prices overall now have gotten like nuts. Now, Bruce is crazy, but like, you know, I, I've been looking at like shows for people like, no, like John Fogarty, who's touring right now, is playing in the Low Memorial Auditorium in a couple of weeks. When, when, are you gonna, when are you going to get into any like newer music? I mean, you, you John Fogarty, you, yeah. 
John Fogarty. You know who I'm going to see at the Garden? Uh, you're not going to believe this no. one. You can mock me all you want. Brandy Carlisle. And uh, I think I'll be the only. I'm a loser. Uh, you can take a piss all day. I'll say that. She just, she just, uh, uh, she has a great voice. There's a couple she of Republican or no? I love. Nope. She's a really? hardcore. Uh, you know, we've gone over this before. You can't. No, but you pretend to like some artists because you pretend to like Kid Rock's music, which you don't. I, mean, I like Kid Rock. I, I do like it. I mean, not all of it. Some of it's terrible, but, you know, I, I like Kid Rock. I like his attitude. There's some great sing-alongs. But, uh, uh, yeah, Brandy Carlisle, and I think in October, so I'm looking forward to that. I'll be the only one there who's not a lesbian. Uh, I believe it's a big, uh, big lesbian crowd. But uh, What other stories I, we got? What else we got? Let's go. What else we got? We got the Pelosi's. We got the Paul Pelosi drunk driving case, which is great. Quentin driving story. He's on no, drugs. Two he's, ago? he's 82. They just right. released a report. Yeah. How no, drunk no, he? No, he, not that drunk. Point, point 0.82. <laughs> oh, eight two. Oh, but he also had drugs in his system. He's 82 and he's on drugs. Living life. And uh, he was failed multiple sobriety tests, crashed his Porsche into some poor guy on the highway and then handed them a card that shows he like donates to the policeman's fund or oh, something moves. to try to, don't you know who I am at the well, same time? It's like, isn't Nancy Pelosi at the age now where when she travels, like remember like when your parents were older, like they couldn't go by themselves. Like <laughs> yes. people that age, including Biden, including Trump, like they, these people should not be McConnell. They shouldn't well, be traveling at all. I say it all the time. They couldn't. How old is this? This forty three, I think. Yeah, perfect, I perfect. Buddha, I what think, the only church are not these young? Like, give me some of the young for Christ's sakes. It's embarrassing. The, the the most important people in the country: the president, the speaker of the house, the Fauci. Uh, you know, Nancy, Nancy uh, McConnell. Think of this: they couldn't deliver your mail. They would be forced by the by the government essentially to retire. They couldn't teach gym, you know, they couldn't, uh, no. you know, drive an Amazon uh, truck. They couldn't do any of these jobs because they're too old and they're too old by 15, 17, 18 years. 80 is like they, really old. It's like, that's once you get over 80, you have to be watched. I think basically right. well, you can't, you, you, if your mother or father's 80, you take their keys away. So you can't drive. You like can't, if you're 80, like how far, how far can the 80 year old, like an 80 year old who still plays golf, like drive a ball? Like no, they just yards? bunted. Hundred and when your dad was still playing at the end, was he just kind of like just? Uh, it? Yep, just bunting it down the fairway, you know, hoping to, you know. What I mean, like, how can you have the energy to like? Yeah, help him. You don't. They don't. You, you saw Nancy Pelosi stumble, snagger yeah, out of that plane. She, she was having a hard with her time. mask on. She just looks like an old person getting off the plane in Fort Myers. You know, I'll say about Trump. I think he's a dope, but I mean, he's still pretty vibrant. You know, he's going to say that. But he's 76. He didn't yeah, look right. good at that. He, I, I think you and I talked about it. He didn't look good at that live thing. No. He was all sweaty and he you know, just looked hot. And, he, you know, old people, they don't like cold or hot. He didn't That's look a too good. big uh, extreme right wing people like you. I'm, I'm centrist. I believe in both sides. But the extreme right. like you've, you always guys been, now, you've always been a moderate, right? Live, you live off the greatest. And anytime you mention the Catholic Church rapes, you're always like, yeah, but how about the teachers? Like, that's not your thing. Right. I, I see this yeah, all the time. So if I'm some, if, if my kid was raped by a priest, I should really care that some teacher is doing it somewhere else. No, but you want to discuss the issue. The sex scandal in the public schools is a thousand times worse than a Catholic definitely not church. A thousand times worse. It's definitely a yes, thousand it is. times worse. Yes, it is. It it's, is. It's, it's, it's going hundreds, of, hundreds of times worse. Hundreds of times. No, no one was more there critical. Are of female priests, like there are female teachers. Nobody was more critical of the church than I, or, or you know, Dino and I. We'd go crazy every day, and I, I like to think that. It's happened again yesterday. Did you see that somebody I, else just got popped in Boston yesterday. There's a guy, he's, he's over in Detroit now. They moved over to Detroit, this priest. It never ends. It freaking never ends. 
they moved him and he, yeah, he got yeah, bumped. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, and somehow I think you haven't got the whole story. But uh, you, what, you I, think he's innocent? Uh, I, I need to see the evidence. I need to see the, evidence. <laughs> the priest, that's the evidence. <laughs> so will you talk about Brady on your show? Well, we got, well, our show's a little busy tomorrow, Jerry, because we have uh, four of my listeners are sleeping in my, uh, one of my producer, Justin's car tonight to win a chance to go to my next live show. The, the four are going to sleep together. So we've seen uh, Craig probably can't do this. Uh, no chance. Don't even say what it is. He can't the, do it. The back of Justin's car. Um, I think you met Justin. I the saw of, the tweets. Yeah. I yeah see the back of his car has only gotten grosser. So tonight four of them are going to be sleeping in that car with Justin over or, or staying in the car overnight. So we'll do some of that. We'll do Brady. Uh, uh, I'm sure we'll do some of Brady on Thursday though. Colin Ain, who's the rock of the show is not going to be here because he's at a wedding. So he's going to be gone. He's in a wedding. So he's gone for the rest of the week. He's here today, but he's gone for the rest of the week. So have you fired him like yet this week? Don't you fire him once a week or so? I don't think I've fired him yet. He's just, well, you know, you dealt with him for a long time, longer, just about as long as I have now. There's Justin's car. Wow. There you go. Turned it around quick. There it is. Um, uh, like you can't, whether it's tweeting or even in a text conversation with Cullinane, we had a fight about this on the air yesterday. He, he's so inarticulate. He can't get his point across. Oh, right. We talked about this. Like you said, you, I've never understood the tweet he's ever had. So, I, and when he texts, he texts the same way. And you just say, can you just tell me what you mean? Please simplify it. And, he, and he doesn't even try. I say, can't you just think for a second before you tweet, make it like a simple declarative sentence that everyone can understand. It doesn't have to be, you know, poetry. Right. And he would say, who cares? I tweet for myself. It's I enjoy it. And I'm like, well, it'd be better if people understood what it meant. Right. But, you know, to his credit, he doesn't care. And you know what? He's, I told you this when you called he's me built for this show. Yeah. He's built for you. He loves you. He loves Barstool. He loves the whole insanity of it all. Let's right. be honest. I, I give you credit. People don't believe me. I said, you called me and said, you wouldn't do it. If I said, you know, it's absolutely true. Well, let's first of all, calling it's a snake because I reached out to, I was looking for a producer just in general. I said, do you have any young guys, anybody and calling? It's like, I want the job. So, so I mean, you like, tampered, you tampered. Yes, as I have. No, no, I did not tamper. I said the colonnade. Hey, do you have anybody in mind? Oh, right, right. And then yeah. I reached out to you because he was, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't do that to you. Oh, believe me. I thought he should have gone for that job with the spitting chicklets guys. I mean, I he probably that... did. <laughs> he probably did. He turned him down. I've talked to him. He doesn't want to I said to him, I said, that sounds like your dream. And he was like, oh, no, no, no. I don't even know why he didn't take it, but he's he's so happy with you. He, well, you would like this. Take... Like I know you got to get on your other stuff, but I had Mike on yesterday. We had a rare disagreement. Mike and I were arguing about he's defending Louis CK, of course, because he has this, this, this defense mechanism for this guy in the middle of the fight. He was getting so sensitive. I, I said to him, I think, God, you wouldn't have lasted five minutes on the old show because like we fought like cats and dogs. Like it, it was a war every single day. And, and I am so much easier. If you ask Colin versus like a Curtis, I, I'm, 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 I'm complete softy now in my old age. It's there's not even like it used to be. It's not even close. I don't believe that. It's true. I was, well, it's I true. was worried if like, a, if today went sideways, would you flip out on me? And would we have one of our, one of our breakups last year, I would say. See, see, years. I, here's what people don't believe is we fought every day in, in, in Dino was involved for a while, but then even without Dino, we fought wildly every day, but we never fought after, off the air, which is weird because after you quit on me, you, we fought off the air all the time. Yeah. But when we were working together, we never fought off the air and we never disagreed on topics either. Well, which I just was weird. Well, I just didn't know when we first started, like uh, when I started the first month or two, I wasn't quite sure where my footing was. And then one day you and I had a real fight on the air 
And then once we went to a break, you were like, we were just laughing. I was like, oh, fantastic. Cause you never know with somebody like, you know, I think Dino could be a little sensitive sometimes. God knows Dale. Could. <laughs> there was these guys where if you fought with them about a topic, like once you went to the break, what was it going to be? And for us, right. it was kind of like, all right, we did that. It's, it's great. And we were lucky I, that Tangway was the same way. Alex was the same way. Tomasi was the same way. And even Trenny was like, we kind of built right. a crew of people who all understood what we were doing. Now all those people have wiped off the earth from a radio perspective. No, but, I, I never remember having a fight or even a, even tension with you at, at the breaks. It was all, you know, for the show. It was all for the good of the show. Yeah, it was the a real fight. And then we went off the air and like, it was like, you know, we're going to be mad at each other because we disagree on, you know, whatever. Like, I mean, I remember you famously criticized Ashley Judd during the Harvey Weinstein thing. We fought about it. <laughs> By the way, did you see mom cut her out of the will? Oh yeah. I did see that. I did see Twitch. Her, her state was only like 20 million. I thought you'd be worth it, but she cut her, her daughters out of the will. <laughs> I, I just read this. I just read this new book about Weinstein. This guy, Ken Letter wrote it. And it is like the, the, the NBC part about them, like wiping out Ronan Farrow's story is insane. Fucking crazy. Great really? book. Yeah, the guy did a good job. That's a good book. What's it called? Uh, I forget, but it's A-L-A-U-L-E-T-T-A. I know, he's with the uh, New Yorker. New Yorker, yeah. He wrote a New Yorker profile of Weinstein like 20 years ago. And within that, he was close to burying him at the time, but they couldn't confirm anything. But it was good. It's, you know, you read any good books lately, by the way? Uh, what is a Woman by Matt Walsh. It's good. It's what, What's his take on that issue? It's good. I mean, he's, he's got nuance or no? He's got balls. You and I know that that is uh, not an easy thing to do a challenge to take That's on the friend. trans mob. You've had Matt on your show, right? I'm not. No, Matt's <laughs> a friend. I know, but you, you, you tried. You got me his number and he didn't. I, I'm still working on it. I'm Something else I did it. for you, by the way. Give and give. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, no, but uh, what else? Uh, I got I got a few Harley Cope. Oh, I have the book about January 6th, which is excellent. What do you read? Did you read the lint, uh, the laptop from hell by Miranda Devine? I did not. No, I did. Oh, not. you got to read that. It's the greatest political scandal book of all time. It's all verified. It's all. It's all there. It's all proven. It's great. Great read and uh, important read. So you know just how corrupt our current president is. Don't you feel like you should know that as a concerned citizen? Well, I'm pretty aware how how corrupt our current president is. Yeah, you, trust not, me. Not, read I didn't. I didn't vote for him. If you, uh, if I see you, I can lend it to you, but I never see you anymore. No. Uh, well, I've gotten, as I've gotten older and more reclusive, like you were going to give me, you going to give Craig my phone number. I was like, you know, fuck, what the fuck are you doing? I told him, I told him you didn't want him to have it. And uh, told him I told him anybody to have it. Like, four people have it. No, it's not necessary at this point in my life. Really? So. But your, but your email is just a barstool email. Yeah, I never check it. That's where we, where we sent the link. Yeah, I no, think. That, but that's not where Dave, I'm sure Craig sent it to Dave. I don't check it. All right, which, what happened here today, which is something going to piss you off and you'll call me later and you'll be mad and then, then you'll flip out on me and then you'll threaten to kill my whole family. Is that going to happen? Because I was worried. It hasn't happened in a long time. Like, I, like a the last year. couple of years have been fine. Yeah. The, Haven't the, they? Uh, I don't know how to say a couple of years, but yeah, it's been fine for a while. We talk... We talk all the time. I think we're kind of back where we were before. And uh, and uh, you uh, have you've taken your meds. I think my meds treatment. I mellow a little bit as I near fifty. I mellow a little bit. Uh, you know, if, you, if if people listening to your show don't know, you can get the Kirk Minahan show on all all available platforms. Really, Apple? I, I think so. You can subscribe. Spotify? Like, yeah, subscribe. Knock oh. yourself out. We're on. I think we're on YouTube. We're on TikTok. We're on uh, UPorn. <laughs> we're on them all. You have Colony and Blind Mike fuck three times a week live on UPorn if people want to watch. Ooh, them. excellent, yeah. excellent. And you still 
You still hate Brandy Love? I never quite understood what happened with that. She's a fucking idiot. She fucking hated me because like I like Bruce Springsteen. So ironically, of course, uh, now I, you know, I, I didn't like Bruce for like a week. I, I still, I, I love him now more than I ever have, but that was a chance to bring us back together. But I'll tell you this, I haven't masturbated Brandy Love since that whole thing happened. Really? No. Well, she, you better hurry up. She's getting old. Well, she was old. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so right. She's, she's awesome. But all right, Kirky, thanks. Uh, we will talk to you. See I you later. Buy. That is Kirk Minahan from the Kirk Minahan show on Barstool. I'm uh, Okay. Okay. Can you, can you adjust the, to, to the view here? There you go. There you go. Ironhead. I cannot believe you played a cut. He's <laughs> talking about socialism. Well, I thought that was the funny thing that he actually had What's the balls. What's so funny to say about it? it? Why would that upset me? It's cool. It's I twenty it seconds of him yeah. mocking socialism. Why? I said this would be the flaw in his resume, the one blot in his, his otherwise illustrious career. And it's when he hung out the freaking booth window with the mic and sang a Bette Midler song. It was humiliating. And at the time, Kirk and I had we laughed our asses off and mocked him. But you can't find. I was looking for criticism of. Uh, Vince Scully and the, and that, like I said, the CNN guy, the SI guy said he retired too soon. He deprived <laughs> us of the last, uh, what would be that six years of, uh, of Vince Scully because he retired and walked away, which play by play guys never do. Cause they're mostly they're insecure old men, but he wasn't. And he's one of those guys. I should ask Kirk this one. We talked about this when, uh, I don't know, Betty White died. Like there are so few Americans that are just, beyond any criticism or beloved by everybody. And we couldn't come up with two or three. What, what did we come up with? Tom Hanks would be close, but he's kind of political. Uh, Betty White, there was three or four people, um, sports figures. Oh, there was a few. Jeez, I can't even think now. We had three or four. Call Kirk back. No, don't. don't. And uh, Betty, um, Betty, and then I'd, I'd say Vince Scully is on that short list where people know him, they loved him, and they had no criticism. They, had, they just had no problem with anything he ever did. Damn, I can't think of who, who you know, we came up with a, maybe, maybe uh, our commenters will remember. We came up with a short, you don't remember any of them, right? I don't know. Dumb question. Dumb question. <laughs> uh, we we got to speed this up, Ironhead, where you uh, Paul Pelosi, the facts came first of all, Nancy Pelosi. I, I know I like the fact that she defied the Chinese. I like the fact that she went over there and pissed off the, the you know, Xi Jinping and all the rest. And by the way, I just wrote this down. The U S I mean, the Chinese ambassador to the U S tweeted this after Pelosi visited Taiwan. She, he tweeted the U S must pay the price for its own mistake. And we mean what we say. There are some strong words coming out of uh, uh, coming out of China and the Chinese over this uh, visit, which is over. She's gone. She went there. She it was uncomfortable watching her walk off the plane gingerly. As far as I know, she spent a day in uh, Taiwan and never took her N95 off. How do you project strength when you're 82 years old? You're 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 not lucid. You can't. You're not very sure on your feet. And you never take your mask off. She didn't project strength. She defied the Chinese. God bless her. But you can't tell me the world looked at this and said, wow, the U.S. is back, man. That's uh, the, we should have sent Tudor Dixon or Carrie Lake there. <laughs> then it would have projected strength and real defiance. I still don't know why she was there other than perhaps looking to protect the, uh, her husband's stock portfolio with, with the chip makers. Cause that's where all the chips are made. But, uh, 
it didn't seem to do much except piss off a lot of people, which I generally like, but uh, we'll see what the fallout is. We'll see if we get, you know, shelled by some Chinese battleship today. They didn't shoot her plane down leaving either. Did they? We tracked it coming in. It left and went to Korea and uh, South Korea. And apparently she made it, but, uh, Pelosi slurring words. I have that written in my notes. Let's get to Paul. Paul Pelosi, again, the headline in the Daily Mail. Uh, Paul Pelosi was slurring his words and reeked of alcohol when arrested by cops after crashing his horse into a Jeep. He will be arraigned today, which will be interesting. They tried to bury it. A few media outlets, including Jesse Waters, who was obsessed with this, and God bless him, uh, were demanding the uh, police report and the uh, results of the of the breathalyzer and the other uh, field sobriety tests and the, I assume the blood test. Cause they said he had drugs in his system. Now we don't know what drugs they're not saying what drugs that this wouldn't be, you know, whatever, uh, you know, heart medicine or anything. This would be like <laughs> recreational drugs, right? Like Vicodin or something probably. Oh man, this is going to be interesting. But, uh, he was, the, the report said he was unsteady on his feet. His speech was slurred and he had a strong odor of alcoholic beverages emanating from his breath. He was leaving a dinner. He was booked at 1230 AM, had his mugshot taken shortly before being released at 430. So they let him sober up and clean up and the mugshot is not that bad. Uh, but, and uh, Nancy was uh, on the East coast. She was in Rhode Island at the time. Uh, she wasn't there. No mention of a guest. All the rumors were there was someone else in the Porsche. As far as we know, uh, that hasn't been confirmed yet. That hasn't been confirmed, but this, this, this amazes me that he's been busted before he's, you know, got a few tickets. Apparently he likes to drive that Porsche fast and he can all, he can't always get out of, uh, trouble by saying, do you know who I am? But, um, yeah. The Daily Mail revealed that Pelosi has a history of driving incidents and was involved in a smash that killed his brother, David. This was in 1957. They got the report from the San Francisco Examiner. Pelosi, who was a high school sophomore, picked up his brother David from a home of a girlfriend at 12.30 a.m. and the brothers decided to take a joyride. The fatal crash happened shortly after 2.40 a.m. Uh just outside of San Mateo and left David trapped under the car where he was throttled by a neck brace. He had a neck injury and neck brace on, and he was choked to death by the neck brace after his brother, Paul Pelosi flipped the car at the age of 16 at two 40 in the morning. Uh, I'm going to guess if that were, I don't know, you know, a Trump or a Bush, we would know all the details of that accident. So, not the first time Paul Pelosi has crashed and hurt someone. The Jeep driver now says he's feeling some, some pain. So that suit, that lawsuit is coming. But uh, good luck to Paul Pelosi in court today. All right, quickly, uh, let's do shade concrete. You know what they can do for you. you know, this summer, you got to do a summer home improvement project. I got one for you. New precast concrete steps, whether you're building a new home or you're remodeling an old one. Shea has great values on precast concrete steps with designs that will fit your home. There are many options available, including concrete, but you can also customize with beautiful stone or brick. A new staircase will dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your, your home, giving you a much better curb appeal. You'll be the envy of the neighborhood. They remove the old steps, 
bring in new steps within hours. You got a whole new look and your house is looks better and is worth more. This isn't just an, uh, this isn't an expense. This is an investment, an upgrade in your home with one phone call. Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience and a few hours. You'll have a brand new front entrance and you will love it. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. Also at SheaConcrete.com, you got to look for a job, a good one. Shea is hiring. They're always hiring. The business is good. It is booming. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. All right. Uh... Big win in Michigan for the Republican uh, nomination for the for uh, governor going against the awful, evil ugh, Gretchen Whitmer, who's the queen of lockdowns, who you know didn't abide by him, but the queen of lockdowns, shut down the state, shut down businesses, destroyed small business, kind of like Charlie Baker, Massachusetts, like you know Andrew Cuomo, like all the Democrat, all the uh, left wing governors destroyed the economy of that state. She's running for reelection. She has a formidable challenger now. Her name is Tudor Dixon. And uh, I'm just going to say she is smoking. I don't know how many people vote based on looks, but you know, if you did, if you broke it down, people based on looks, wouldn't she win all the guys and you know, girls who based on, wouldn't, wouldn't she win that? You, 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 uh, you didn't seem that impressed when I showed you Tudor Dixon this morning. I'm pulling up. No, she's very attractive. I'm pulling up her picture now for the, the people watching along with us. Well, this is, uh, and then um, we've talked about Carrie Lake. We believe she's going to pull it out in Arizona. I'm still watching. She's the former, this is Tudor Dix. That's not even a good picture. Last no. night she looked even better, but she's she's smoking. She's got four kids and she's a former executive in the uh, in construction, I believe, or building and been in the private sector. A great candidate, supported by Trump. God, I hope she defeats that awful Whitmer. Whitmer, who, by the way, you know the plot to kidnap Whitmer? It was set up by the FBI. The yep. FBI trapped a bunch of dummies to go along with it. She knew it was an FBI plot when she was talking about how frightened and scared she was. And how, you know, the, the whole thing was just uh, off. She knew it was a setup by the FBI and she pretended it was really a plot to kidnap her. But hopefully that comes up in the, uh, in the uh, campaign. But uh, Carrie Lake running for governor of um, uh, Arizona. We played her. She's feisty. She hates the media. She's dumped. She had a commercial where she smashed their TVs all on CNN, Don Lemon and Anderson Cooper. She took a sledgehammer and smashed them all. She, uh, CNN tried to get an interview with her and she said, no chance. You are fake news right to their face. And she loves fighting, fighting with the media, loves it. And I love her for it. I'm hoping for DeSantis Lake in 2024, but first she must win the governorship in Arizona. It's pissing off a lot of people. I hope she's uh, pulling this out. She's up by like one or two percent. For some reason, Arizona can't run elections, but hopefully, uh, my girl Carrie Lake pulls that one out because that'll be fun. Uh, that'll be fun. Oh, the guy says I've lost all credibility when I said AOC isn't hot. I mean, she's not ugly. She's hot. She's hot in a way. She's my favorite big booty Latina. (laughs) (laughs) But she's can't hold a candle to Tudor Dixon. Sorry. Uh, But let me see your, before we wrap, before we uh, say goodbye, let me see your candidate for a hottest uh, Republican politician. Well, that would be Lauren Boebert, but locally. Oh, right. Lauren Boebert. The problem with Lauren Boebert, she's like 4'10". Yeah, I mean, that's she's very like that. short, but she is cute. No question. She's on that list. Jesse Kelly does a list of like the top. 
know, 20 hottest uh, politicians in Washington. He had her number one. And, and, uh, and, but this is a candidate for Republican uh, Lieutenant, Lieutenant Governor, Governor of Massachusetts. Yep. What's her name? Lee Cole Allen. And you got to meet Lee? When you uh, were she out? was, I didn't, I didn't, I said hi briefly, but she was uh, doing her speech and everything when I was out at the uh, convention. Uh, she's on the list. She's on the list. Let's hope they all win. It's going to be tough for a Lieutenant Governor, a Republican to win statewide, which is, you know, because Massachusetts is so screwed up right now. We, you know, Liz Warren's going to get, she, uh, Ayanna Pressey get reelected forever. Ed Markey, all the worst of the worst. And somehow, Massachusetts, despite all you know the disasters of the Biden regime, they're all still in. Everyone in Mass is still in on these extremists we have representing us. But I might be talking about that on uh, Tucker Carlson. Oh. I got another. Uh, I got another invite. Another invite to Tucker, and then I got bumped again. Well, so- was, they called. They called yesterday. I said I'm ready when you are, and then they canceled and said maybe we'll do it tomorrow, which is today. I will tweet about it. I'll tweet it out if it happens. I'm not counting on it. I'm pretty sure even if I'm all set, I was literally pulling my clothes out again and getting, you know, getting my ride ready. Cause they, they come pick you up and they said, mm, we're not, we're not tonight. So they said maybe tomorrow. And uh, if it happens, I'll tweet it out and uh, I'll be ready to go. But I'm not counting on it. I, well, I fully expect, I fully expect a, uh, I don't know, Taiwan, I mean, uh, China will, whatever, shoot down Pelosi's boat, declare war, we'd be going to war or something crazy will happen. I was going to say, uh, in your favor, there are schools not in session, so you don't have to worry about anything like that bumping you again. Yeah, the, well, the malls are. so That's, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Lots of people in the malls when it's 100 degrees <laughs> in half the country, but uh, yeah. we'll see. I'll tweet it out I'll, uh, if it actually happens. And if it does, we'll talk about it tomorrow and tell you how it all went down. But We'll leave it there for today. Thanks to my friends, my sometimes friend, my friend right now, Kirk Minahan of the Kirk Minahan Show, Barstool. What else he's got? The case, uh, you know, lots of things. I think he's the uh, miniature golf champ. He's got a, quite a resume, quite a glowing resume. But uh, that was fun. Went went well. Didn't uh, the only glitch was your stupid mistake? But other than that, it was an honest mistake, Jerry. Does we that got mean we got along. We, we're getting along fine. We haven't played any golf lately, though. Kirk, Kirk is a really good golfer, and uh, we used to play all the time. Haven't done that lately, but uh, he's busy because he's such a good dad. He's busy with his kids. I understand, but uh, we'll leave it there. Thanks to everyone for uh, texting and commenting and t- and um, tweeting at us. Thanks to you, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Show, and we will do it again tomorrow. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not. Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. In these tough economic times, rely on 1AAuto.com. Save money and empower yourself. In good times and bad, get great prices. Watch 1A Auto's massive library of free how-to videos. Fix it yourself easy and fast with 1AAuto.com.
Finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information.